Welcome back to another episode of the Seth Sessions, episode number two. We are going to be covering the Camilla Valieva, the 15-year-old, who is is the skating uh, teenager. Um, and what we are, what we specifically going to be focusing on her coach. But before we get into that, um. I wanted to cover two topics quickly. One of them is Donald Trump's new social media venture, Truth Social, launched on Sunday in Apple's App Store, which is his investment, you know, his comeback, as it were, because he potentially wants to rerun for office again. So we have that to look forward to and all of the harm and chaos that will ensue. So that was um, the news yesterday. So looking forward to the scandal and all the misinformation that that will cause. And... The other one is majority of Japanese unhappy with progress of booster shots survey. So in Tokyo, February 21st, most Japanese think the rollout of booster shots against COVID-19 is too slow and many give mixed reviews to Prime Minister Fumio Kishida handling of the pandemic. About 73% of respondents to Kyoto News Agency opinion poll over the weekend felt Japan's rollout of booster shots has been far too slow. Though 54.1% approved of how the government had tackled the coronavirus overall. Only 14.4% of the population has received booster shots, even though nearly 30% of the country is 65 or older and at greater risk without the protection of the booster. The booster programme has picked up steam in recent days with more than 700,000 shots a day, nearing Kashida's goal of 1 million by the end of February. Still, February became the deadliest month of the pandemic for Japan on Saturday with 3,033 deaths so far. So it's not looking good for the Japanese in terms of their uh, booster program. But (coughs) as I said, we're going to be primarily focusing on Valieva's coach, who is Ettore Tudbridge, who is also known as the Cruella de Vil. She's been given that nickname, and you'll understand why. So, Ettore Josevina Tudbridge was born 24th of Feb 1974 in Moscow. The youngest of five children sees half Georgian, a quarter Russian, and a quarter Armenian. 
Her mother was a senior engineer at the Ministry of Agricultural Construction and her father worked at the Likkev Plants Foundry and as a taxi driver. Tidbert studied at the Academy of Physical Education in Mlakovka and received a degree in choreography from the Institute of Contemporary Art. During her six years in the United States, she lived in Oklahoma City, Cincinnati, Los Angeles and San Antonio. Her daughter, Diana, was born on the 16th of January 2003 in Las Vegas. Diana was coached by her mother as a single skater until 2016 when, at the insistence of her mother, she opted for ice dance. Skating career Tudbridge began skating at the age of four and a half, guided by Evgenia Zelikov and then Eduard Pinner. After sustaining a spinal fracture, and growing 22 centimetres, she switched from singles to ice dancing. She was coached by Lydia Kavanova for two years and then joined Elena Tchaikovskaya, who paired with Vertav Tchenkin. After briefly training under Natalie Linichuk, Chudrids switched to Jenny Ackerman, her coach, for the next three years. She skated with Alexei Kalakov until he emigrated to the United States. During the 1991-1992 season, Tudbridge trained under Tatiana Tarasova before deciding to perform in ice shows, appearing as an Adagio pair skater with Nikolai Apter. She toured with ice skates for several years. She worked in ice shows in the US for six years in the 1990s, including in Oklahoma at the time of the 1995 Oklahoma City Bomb, for which she received compensation as a survivor. <coughs> as a coach, she has coached Nika Egads, Georgia, 2015, um, like I won't cover the achievements in this, um, but I will link put the article in the description. But as I say, um, I will get on to Camilla Camilla Valieva in a minute, but. Tudbridge's coaching methods have been criticised by fans. Journalists and skaters, especially in the wake of Camilla Valieva's doping scandal at the 2022 Beijing Olympics, the knowledge of the Sambo 70 Club, encouraging dehydration, starvation and unchanged practice regime despite injuries, had been public before Beijing. And critics had also noticed Tudbridge's students regularly retiring injured before the age of 18. Several of her male students, such as Daniel Samsonov and Adrian Pitkiv, also suffered serious injuries under her training. Valieva's doping 
Valieva's doping controversy in 2022 saw a new wave of critical articles and figure skaters speaking out with coach Romaine Hagenar, claiming that Tudbury's training is abusive, military, even, and that she wouldn't be allowed near children. If she used those practices in Montreal as a coach, choreographer Benoit Richard also spoke about the unsustainability of those methods and shortened careers. Figure skaters Adam Rippon and Katarina Witt publicly expressed support of Valera, claiming that adults around her have completely failed her. Rippon and that the responsible adults should be banned from the sport forever, Ritz. The IOC president, Thomas Bach, expressed concern for Valieva's well-being, commenting, Valieva was received by her closest entourage with what appeared to be a tremendous coldness. It was chilling to see this, rather than giving her comfort, rather than try to help her, the Kremlin responded that the harshness of a coach in high-level sports is key for their athletes to achieve victories. So I want you to, you know, pay attention to, you know, this controversy because I know that, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, news, news media outlets, especially places like um, The View, who you know, sort of lambasted this 15-year-old and sort of saying she didn't know that, you know, what she took. But if, if, if her coach and numerous, numerous people have also came out and said the same thing about this coach, why would she? Why, how would she know if the team around her are are doping her without her without her knowing? Right. So just bear that in mind. So I'm reading this article on the Guardian, but I will link link it in the description. One question lingered at the at the Capitol indoor stadium as Camilla Valieva's head sank towards her ankles. The tear ducts refused to shut, and the Olympic dream of her greatest female skater in history came tumbling horribly to earth. Was all this really worth it? The trials and global tumult of the past week were already far beyond what any 15-year-old should have to bear. Yet Thursday's free skate programme somehow heaped fresh indignities and fears for the Russians' situation. When the haunting strings of Ravel's bolero rang out to start her free skating routine, Valieva had the Winter Olympic figure skating title on the tip of her blades. But under the severest scrutiny, she found herself unable to weave her usual spell. She fell twice, first on a quad-toe loop and triple-toe loop combination, and then again on another quad-toe loop combination. And the crowd gasped and gasped again, 
It was almost as if a doppelganger had been thrown in from outer Siberia. To make matters worse, after enduring the longest four minutes and twenty seconds of her life, Valieva then had her coach, Ettore Tribute, barking in her ear. Why did you let it go? she demanded. Explain to me why, why did you stop fighting? You let it go after that axle, why? So basically I've seen I've seen um the clip and it's just basically an absolute barrage of abuse from the coach. Which is not what you should be doing. But I, but again I don't know because I'm not I've never been in that situation. So Tudbridge, whose training methods are as brutal as her success is undeniable has a nickname, Cruella de Ville, though was a moment for a comforting hug, not an audition for a role as a Hollywood supervillain. What Tuesdays, what made the, all this even more painful is that Valeria had been leading after Tuesday's short programme. Yet her free skating routine was so uncharacteristically off kilter, it saw her drop to fourth with an overall score of 224.09. One of the crueler ironies here is that when the Court of Arbitration for Sport decided earlier this week to allow her to continue to compete in Beijing, despite a positive drug test for a banned angina drug, it had done so in order to prevent irreparable emotional harm. So much for that. Under World Anti-Doping Agency rules, Valieva is supposed to be a protected athlete because of her age. But that idea is meaningless when the people closest to her aren't doing any of the protecting. Now I'll give you an example. It's not quite on say it's not quite a, uh, on a, this massive massive scale as doping, but if you can cast your mind back to the the Olympic gymnasts. Right, and the, you know, if you take your minds back to, you know, um, the guy who was, you know, doing not so nice things, you know, gaining their trust. I know it's not the same thing, but if you cast your mind back at that point, the same thing. They're, right, they're protected, athletes, right? So we've got a, so we've got a theme here. Right, <clears throat> but anyway, after her routine, Valeva spent several minutes in the kiss and cry booth, unable to comprehend what had happened. She was far from alone. Meanwhile, meters away from her, another extraordinary scene played out as two other Russian prodigies, who also coached, who are also coached by Tubbs, reacted to winning gold and silver. Until last week, no female skater had done a quad in Olympic competition. But then the 17-year-old Alexandra Trusova performed five of them in a routine of astonishing pyrotechnics to score 251.73 points overall. Many thought it was enough for gold given that the world champion Anna Tabakova also 17, only landed two quads. However, the judges ruled that 
So back overs combined score from Tuesday's short program and Thursday's free skate was worth 4.22 points more. Trusova was understandably upset and then some. Everyone has a gold medal. Everyone but not me, she screamed. I hate skating. I hate it. I hate this sport. I will never go out on the ice again. Never. I hate it. It's impossible. It's impossible. You cannot do it this way. Later, she appeared to calm down slightly. Although the residual anger towards her coach, who had only wanted her to do four quads, and the judges remained, I am not happy with the result, she explained. There is no happiness. Everything was enough for me. I did everything, and after, it is out of my hands. Meanwhile, Sabakova was altogether less emotional, as she tried to make sense of an extraordinary week for her and Russian skating on and off the ice. I'm just happy, she said. No more emotion. I still don't understand what happened. I can't believe that the Olympic Games are over for me. She also offered some kind some kind words for Valeva, her training partner and compatriot. Although she refused to comment on her continuing drug case, I was watching Camilla and from her first jump I saw how difficult it was for her, what a burden it was, and I understand what an athlete feels. She explained, it is more difficult to go on after a couple of things like that, and I will tell her afterwards what I think personally. Sadly, Valieva's pain is not yet over. She now faces months of limbo while her positive test for trimatazine, a drug typically described for patients suffering from angina, is resolved in the courts. It is possible that she still might escape an anti-doping ban, which would enable her to pick up the gold medal she helped the Russian Olympic Committee win in last week's team event. Hours before the astonishing finale of the single skating competition, the president of the ROC promised to fight any efforts to take that gold away, even if Valeva is eventually disqualified for doping. The ROC's president, Stanislav Posnyakov, insisted that the anti-doping rules were written in such a way that a review of results in a team event would only take place if the alleged anti-doping violation had been committed during the Olympic Games. We will defend this position consistently in any possible proceedings, including in the Court of Arbitration for Sport, he said. Those comments will upset a great many countries and a great many skaters, but they will at least provide Valeva with a degree of hope. And that was an element otherwise missing on a painful and chaotic night in Beijing. Now, my thoughts is my thoughts are this. And these are, these are just my my initial thoughts, you know, my opinion. Uh, to me, I think this is this has to do with this. Sadly, it has something something to do with Ettore Tubridge. 
she is she is clearly someone who and I don't know about her history in skating. I don't know if she was a successful skater. I don't know. I don't know if her skating history was cut short uh, due to injury. But this screams of someone who didn't quite make it or her time was cut short and now she's pushing these athletes to the limit Right, with her harsh military style regime and I think that she is culpable and I think she's capable of going that extra mile to make sure she wins no matter what. So I do think that she and her team are responsible for giving this 15 year old protege this 15-year-old girl, this drug, without her knowing. Right, because, well, athletes like Valieva, who are 15, should be protected. Well, any athlete, no matter what their age, should be protected. Right, but in this case, it wasn't. So I think Valieva was purposefully given, given this drug Without, without knowing. That's just my opinion. Let me know what your thoughts are down are below. Or let me know your thoughts via Instagram. Um, you can follow me there at, at Torren underscore Yofa. Or you can follow us on follow us on Instagram at Sesh Sessions. That's S-E-S-H S-S-S-I-O-N-S and you can also there but that will be but that will wrap up today's episode again i want to say thank you for joining and listening to this um as always you can find us on spotify and anchor um if you would like to do so you could give us a like rating on spotify um that would really help us out But until next episode, have a great week, have a great Tuesday, hope you are, you know, doing whatever it is you want to do, you know, and yeah, see you later guys, bye.